Anyway, yeah. Welcome back to for Facts Sake, Willie. Uh, got a couple of the guys joining us: Cole Rutherford and Michael Roman. Say hello there, guys. Hello. Hello, everybody. Uh, Cole, tell me something about yourself, you don't mind? Yes, sir. Oh, you just want some general specifics? Yes, yes. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> and I'm not see. a sir. I wore stripes. Okay. Well, let's see. Uh, I met uh, met Willie here probably about uh, I don't know 10, 15 years ago, like most of us did at the Harp. Uh, when yeah. I moved up here to the big city of Atlanta, uh, from uh, way down in the the deeps, the the deep dark South Georgia woods. Um, where I grew up, and uh, yeah, just uh, I tell people I was a redneck good at math because came up here for an IT job. Um, So whereabouts in the deep woods? Because I lived in Valdosta for a while. Uh, North, an hour north of that, right outside Doran, Georgia. Okay. Michael. And I did, yes, Willie. What, what about yourself, Michael? Uh, oh, geez. Uh, I I am a second-generation American-American on my dad's side. His mom came from Poland. His dad came from Lithuania. I believe they got married when she was 13. Had my dad uh, about a year later. Uh, grew up in uh, a house with... Uh, Four generations. I uh, spoke Russian, Lithuanian, Polish, uh, German, and English. But uh, I learned a lesson very, very early on that I only spoke English outside the home. Shit. Yeah. Well, good for you, Michael. Good for you. Uh, um, yeah, I've forgotten everything. I'll probably get my face slapped in Vietnamese now, but that's about it. <laughs> so where, you didn't grow up down here, Mike. No, no, no. We, my, uh, we moved. I moved from Detroit uh, uh, the week my grandmother died. She didn't want to move with us to Louisville. Dad was moving the family to Louisville, so right. I went to high school in Louisville. Ran into my one of my good friends from high school at a John Street Veterans Association meeting here. It had, it had it was almost fifty days to the year since we had seen each other because I left the day after graduation. And he and I sat next to each other for graduation. Fifty years later, I'm walking out of the bathroom at uh, Park Place over in Johns Creek. And he's walking out of the kitchen. He sees me. I see him. We meet in the middle of the room. I put my hand out. He put his hand out and said, Mike, where the hell you been? I said, John, I've been right here all the time. Where the hell you been? Fifty fucking years. Jesus. Cole's almost to the day. Cole's not even 50 years old. I'm not even 50. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, and he's a he's a Vietnam vet too. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I I met my wife at Valdosta State. Um, she took my job from me uh, because the VA screwed up my paperwork, and uh, it took me uh, two weeks to get a uh, a date with her. But eleven weeks from the day I first saw her, she proposed to me. We got married. She proposed well, you. Way to go there, Michael. You were kind of hard to get, were you? Uh, yeah, I was. 
good man, Michael, good man. Well, my fiance at the time before I met Susan and who had gotten rid of um, the day that I found out she had two other fiancés. Wow. I told her to keep the effing ring. I didn't need her anymore. God damn. I mean, she'll run out of fingers soon. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think she needed fingers. I think she was well taken care of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You did the right thing, Mike. You did the right thing. Yeah, no joke. Yep. Uh, so then you then you moved here. But when were you in the... Uh... Well... I was in the army, if that yeah. was your question, uh, uh, from uh, March of 68 uh, to November 13, 1970. I, I had been in college for three, uh, well, excuse me, uh, three semesters. And, and that was in Indiana. Hey? Did you go out with his mic, yeah? Oh, yeah. You went to um, Vietnam? Went to Vietnam. Did 19 months in Vietnam. 19 months. Mainly because, mainly because nobody could do my job better than me. Well, there you go. But uh, I mean, 19 months in in a war zone—that's uh, that's uh, that's a long, long time. You weren't married. Was, at the time, was, you? I I was 21 when I went over, so I was you know I was an old man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of them are only, some of them are only, uh, I mean, 17, 18 years old. Uh, they were drafting at 18 yeah. back then. They were, yep. That's wild. So, yep. Mike, yeah, yeah, I mean, you look around today and you see all the shit that's going on in, in Afghanistan and, and how it was handled and all that. That must torn your fucking stomach. More than you can imagine. I mean, more, more than you, and, you can imagine. And I've never been in the service, so I really can't, uh, I can't imagine really, but uh, I mean, if I was to, it, you guys must be absolutely fucking sick to your stomachs. Yeah, but you know, really, in, 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 a lot of people are not going to believe this, but uh, we had about 60 men in my comm center in, in Canto. And I can probably, and I'll bet him, I'd call 30 of them and pick up by the third ring. Yeah, yeah. And that was, if it was 52, oh, well, about 52 years ago? Mm-hmm. Almost. I mean, a lifetime. I mean, a lifetime ago, Mike. It really is. Uh, but, you, I mean, you'd, but, wonder yeah. how, you'd wonder how it, how it got so fucking messed up. You know what I mean? How did you do? Yeah. How, how did you do the shit that was done the other day and still sleep at night? You know what I mean. Well, number one, I don't sleep at night. I, uh, I, I probably average about three and a half hours sleep a night. Um, yeah. the things, I just, I'm just somebody who can't let. Uh, it, it, I, I can't put it away, Willie. I mean, you know, the, all these this lunacy. You got you got a jackass as president. Nothing for nothing for forty seven years. But somebody's pulling his freaking strings because you said, "Oh, they won't let me say this. They won't let me do this." Who in the hell is they? Yeah, I mean that. I mean that sentence alone it tells you something. Something's not right. Yes, and then you know. Uh, 
this withdrawal plan from Afghanistan, it's a bigger fiasco than the withdrawal plan from Vietnam. Yeah. And, and what happened in Vietnam is directly responsible uh, to the Democratic Party. Because when Nixon left, North Vietnam had capitulated. They were going to sign the Paris Accord. Yeah. Nixon gets impeached. And what do they do? They don't honor the Paris Accord. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're to blame for this as well. Uh, I mean, people have got to start waking up. And Cole, you, you, you follow this as well, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I've been paying attention way too much here over the past couple of days. I mean, it, it really makes me, makes me sick to see any of our guys over there getting killed by whoever they claim killed them. Uh, you know, they can say it wasn't the Taliban. They can say it was this ISIS-K group or whatever. I mean, it really doesn't matter, but that's probably just for optics sake. But anyway, and all they that don't makes know. me sick. No, when that's the other thing, they have no idea who's doing what. I mean, it, you, you also can't... I mean, in the same idea of that you cannot tell me that y'all are able to vet all these people that y'all are putting on c-130s and c-17s and flying them to to germany and then turn around and fly them to virginia and texas and god knows where else here in the states i mean look i get it they're they're refugees probably for the most part of them but then again I, i mean these people we just don't know who they are you know you're right and that 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 bothers me to no end on top of all the other stuff and on top of the fact that i've seen video the same video from three different sources showing uh the taliban flying around uh black hawks and putting a noose around the guy's neck and chunking him out the side and he's just sitting there hanging they flew around the city with someone hanging from the helicopter yeah, straight, yeah. Pino, straight General Pinochet type stuff when he was throwing communists out of helicopters back in the 60s, 70s. Um, yeah, so yeah, they've, they've got somebody that can fly the Blackhawks and they're just taking them up in there and chunking them out. Now, who knows who that person was? Um, were they American citizen? Were they one of our uh, al- Afghan allies there? Who knows? But I mean, still, the, the fact of seeing that and you won't see it on the news obviously but i frequent some places where you you'll see stuff you won't believe but uh yeah i mean yeah it's just it's it's heartbreaking it's absolutely heartbreaking well willie i didn't tell you this but um my my last seven months now vietnam was in cameron bay you know the I had some manufacturing expertise, and they had this place in Cameron Bay that manufactured devices that were implanted in the field to detect movements, vehicle movements, could drop it into the canopies to listen for conversations. We could put it in canals to find swimmers and sappers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And for those seven months, I was a squad leader. And for those seven months, maybe once or twice a week. I put men on guard duty in a hole in the ground. Now I was given the choice. I could give them an empty M16 that make 
didn't make a very loud sound when you uh, pulled the trigger and it hit, it hit an empty chamber. Or I could put M1414, which made a much larger sound when you pulled the trigger and it hit an empty a space. But yeah, well, no, seven wait. months with no ammunition. Exactly, Willie. Really? Wow. Jesus Christ! You, you, now the next question is, well, why in the hell did they do that? Yeah, yeah. Well, well how'd you get enough? Because I mean, in a war zone. Because officers and noncoms who were so incompetent, they're getting shot and fragged. And they figured if we didn't have ammunition, we couldn't shoot and fight the officers. We weren't, we weren't leaders to begin with. Yeah, what the? F- wow. So do you let the so you, you let the the other side just shoot the shit out of you? Well, for seven months, Willie, men on, men on guard, you did had to check them. And I, I, you know, three thirty, I had to go out and check them. But so it doesn't matter what time I go to bed. I'm up at 3.30 and I can't go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, and the amount of people who, who have heard something like that is probably 1% of the people. But, I mean, this shit actually happened. I mean, this is what you never hear of. The sacrifices you guys made. I, I mean, what you did for, I, I, I mean, to keep this country run. It's fucking crazy. And, and, now you have a bunch of fucking lunatics running the country. I, I mean, his first day in office, he gets rid of the pipeline. And two weeks ago, he's begging <laughs> OPEC to, to kill small fucking oil. I mean, that's a two-year-old, a fucking two-year-old. It's, it's, like the same, it's the same principle of cutting your nose off to spite your face. It is yeah, the exact same principle. Absolutely, but they'd find they'd find a reason to do it. Uh, I, I mean, it, well, it, none of it be, makes any fucking sense. Let, let, let's be honest. If if Trump had his name on it, then they want to cancel it, tear it up, cut it up, or get back into it. I.e., this Paris Accord, climate change accord and the Iran nuke deal, uh, just because it they, they don't want they hate Trump that much. It doesn't matter if the policy was good or if the policy was great or if it benefited anybody here in America whatsoever. If Trump had anything to do with it, they want to get rid of it. Absolutely. I, I, I 100% agree with you, Cole. I really do. It really is. It's the hatred. It's the hatred for one fucking man, one person. It, it's, because he, made, he tweets mean words. Oh, yeah. I mean, when is the last time a fucking ward hurts you? Well, hey, look, look, I know people just come see, come, the, the, the main reason they come see Willie is because he takes the piss out of them and he gives them a bunch of shit. That's why they come see Willie. I mean, and it's That's all, right. it, it, it's all in jest. I, I mean, no, of uh, course it is. But, but today's, a lot of today's side, you can't say boo or they're going to get offended. I mean, yep. they're offended if you look at them crooked. I, I mean, where are they, all these people coming from? Or how are they getting that way? That's what, I mean, that's what you have to start to figure out. First of all, get rid of all the old, old fuckers who are, who are running this country. Yeah, I mean, you need people 50 years old who have been around, have been on the job site, who, who know what the fuck is going on. Uh... Well, let me you know, a related area, Willie. Let me, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I got to say this. I'm in a group called Vet Buds. We meet over at the Uptown Cafe. 
yeah. uh, Nesbitt Ferry and Old Alabama Road. We meet once a month. We got to close the freaking doors because, you know, we call each other assholes, lunatics, <laughs> stupid son of a bitch. But nobody and, gets and those are point. terms of endearment. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody, nobody gets hurt. Every single person on the planet that's old enough uses all these words every single day of the week. I call, my, who they are. I call some of my best friends the foulest things on this planet. And it's yeah. and you know, it's and that's just how it is. And I've all and I've also got a friend of mine that uh, me and uh, Willie both know that is from uh, Zimbabwe in Africa. And people look at me like I'm the devil reincarnate times three when me and him are talking to each other because we're both just giving each other shit left and right. And I guess it's okay for him to call me a cracker redneck or whatever he likes to call me, but if I call him something that's a little bit off, it's it's oh my god, I can't believe you just said that. And I'm just like, come on, guys. The guy was a, the guy the guy was in my wedding for God's sake. Y'all yeah, go somewhere I mean, else. One of the one of the nicest guys you'd you'd ever want to meet. One, one of the best people I know. I, I, I mean, but people people get so bent out of shape. For the start, it's none of their fucking business. That's the point. They're earwigging and they're listening to you call calling each or my African friend or this, that, and you're doing no harm to nobody, yet you're a fucking, you're a devil, as you said. Yep. I mean, it's absolute fucking hardship. It really is. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, what do you do? Um, how do you convince these people to, first of all, scrape up some fucking common sense wherever you can get it? Because everybody was born with fucking bit of common sense. You know, as a fucking baby, where to get fed. You know what to go to. Common <laughs> sense, whatever. A bit of intellect. Yeah, it's right over there. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Is it the colleges? Is it the, is it the institutions that are fucking these people up? Uh, it was never like this. And you know that, Mike. It used to be fucking normal. Or do we lose Mike? Michael, are you still there? Michael, maybe not. Fine. He might got a phone call like you do sometimes. <laughs> but he's still, he's still on the actual thing. I can see. Yeah, see. I, I see him connected. I do. Yeah. But but Kyle, you you you. I mean, you're dead right. Uh, people, uh, I mean, people, we got to wake up and. Uh, well, I, you know. I, if you know, I, I get, I get, a, I get, I understand getting fired up about things and and you know being passionate about stuff and and wanting to care about you know things and other you know whatever. But I mean seriously, if if you can take care of your three square feet and the people around you, then all, everything else you should just kind of mind your business about. I mean, it, yeah, get your nose over. I, I mean, absolutely, it's nothing to do with you. Unless it becomes something to do with you. And I mean, most of this shit is not. Most of it has nothing to do with anybody. Yeah, I I mean, you're dead right. Uh, I I mean, I don't know. It just gets worse every single day of the week. I mean, you're afraid to say, Bill. You can't talk to people properly at all. And now... I, I seen something on some wire the other day. The CDC is telling all its employees that they don't want them using the words alcoholic or, or, or parent or. So or we can't we can't call things what they are anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, mm. you can't. All that shit's they don't want that. 
So I don't know what the fuck you're supposed to use in its place. Uh, Look, I, I'm thankful that that uh, I still work in a small company and uh, that I don't have to go through uh, big corporate HR uh, trainings that I've heard about from other people that work at uh, you know Fortune 500 companies and such. Because oh, yeah. I would I would laugh. I would laugh. I would get up and leave. Uh, I, I would have to tell them that they're just ridiculous because <laughs> it's it's insanity. Yeah, some of this stuff is just ridiculous. Uh, it is. I can't be applied to this fucking shit. You're all fucking crazy. That's the way you'd walk out some somewhere like that. But I, I mean, I understand. I'm fairly lenient at, uh, uh, at work. I mean, I can say fucking don't be annoying me and uh, and without. I mean, I only talk to myself. But I get into trouble by myself. That's a bit. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, seriously, Willie, you've never said, I've, I've, I've seen you, you know, really have to talk to somebody with, with some intent and purposes, you know, uh, probably less than a dozen times Yeah, I, in I, all but, the years I've been around. Yeah, but I usually, I, I usually pull them aside. Pull them aside yeah. Or, 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 where, where, where no one can, uh, where, uh, where no one can see me. I mean, that's between me and him or me and her, whoever the fuck it is. Um, right. But this, uh, not being able to say this, or, or, or if you say it, someone's going to get offended. No, nope, there went Mike. Oh, Mike, oh, it must have been his nap time. <laughs> I'll, give him a holler. I'll give him a holler later on. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mike is such a good guy. His whole, his whole family. Uh, yeah, that story he was telling about the, uh, the guys on patrol that uh, they sent out with empty mags because he was afraid of them shooting up afraid of them friendly firing themselves I mean that's just that's just a crazy story dad's dad's told me dad's told me stories about the the new the new uh, commissioned officer coming in when he was over in Korea and just you know get the new LT getting them lost on a patrol they end up in in North Korea or right on the DMZ and getting getting shot at you know it, it's I, I'm sure that that's those two stories are more common even now than uh, than they were back then. Oh yeah, I mean you never heard of them back then, but but and but it relates to what's going on here. Michael, are you back? Can you guys hear me? Got you now. I, I can hear you. Can you hear me now, Michael? I'll do an old letter, Kenny. Pitter patter, Neil. <laughs> I heard, I heard him just fine. Yeah, I can hear him. Yeah, I did too. Michael, take the thing out of your ear. Can you guys hear me? Hey, hey. Yes, Mike, loud and clear. Mike, loud, Mike, loud and clear. Got you. Okay, Ooh. I took my earbuds Ooh. off. I don't know what happened. No, that goes back. It's backwards. Okay. <laughs> I wanted. I was trying to guys a story. A story. Um, I was in my first tour in Vietnam. Uh, I had a friend. His name was Tom Johnson. He's a black guy from uh, outside uh, Pasadena, California. Uh, he was a crypto man like me, smart kid, uh, and uh, we got sent to Cameron Bay together. We both had some manufacturing backgrounds. They they needed some help in uh, building these devices. And so we went to Cameron Bay. 
we were there the first night, the first day. Uh, first sergeant at 9 a.m. comes into his office drunk on his ass. And he looks at the clerk, company clerk and I and Tommy. And he says, get these two fuckers out of here. I didn't call for them. He says, get them billeted and get them out of here. Nice to meet you, first sergeant. And he goes into his office, slams the door. Well, Tommy and I bunked together in a, a roach-infested place for about three days. We found the com the uh, uh, um, com commissary, bought some raid, cleaned the place out, and uh, you know we we bunked together for a week until the first sergeant decided he was going to place this with the company. Um, when we got to the company, uh, I was sent upstairs. And Tom was sent downstairs because the blacks lived downstairs and the whites lived upstairs. And we were still, you know, we were still good friends. We went out and had lunch together, had breakfast together, had dinner together. And then one day Tommy comes to me, and says, Mike, he said, you know, we got to stop being so close. I said, Tommy, what the hell's wrong? He says, Mike, they're calling me Uncle Tommy. He said, but Mike, I got a plan. And I said, okay, Tom, what's your plan? Well, you know, there's a reason you're upstairs and I'm downstairs. It means they're not getting along. Here's the deal. We'll meet every day pretending we're solving problems with the whites and the blacks. When the blacks have a problem with a white, I'll come to you. When the whites have a problem with a black, you come to me. That way we can have lunch and dinner together and all that kind of stuff and still be friends. Good idea. And we did. And Tommy still calls me for my frickin' birthday, but I've forgotten his and he won't tell me what it is. So but it may, I have to... But I mean, Michael, I mean, it, it doesn't matter what color. I mean, it, it, That's the point. If you're a nice person, you're a nice person. You know what I mean? Yes, that's the point. It no, really it, is. It really is, Mike. I, I mean, people have, have the ability to get a lot of laugh. doesn't matter what color they are. Uh, but if you keep, if the higher authority keeps storing it between every different race, I mean, it's bound to get bent out of shape. Yeah. Uh, it, it, uh, it, it's tragic. But, uh, I mean, people don't want to hear them stories anymore, Mike. No, I don't know. And and you guys were talking about you know those companies that are educating people. Um, I, I don't mm -hmm. drink coke, and I won't drink coke anymore because they are having white people come to classes to learn not how to be so white. Yeah, well, but, but you hear about it every day. You hear about it every day if you go to the right store. It's right across the, the country, Mike. That's, you know, that's not what soldiers put up with. Not anymore. Or, no. or maybe, maybe I'm just so old, I, I'm freaking stupid. But Tom and I didn't let that come between us. Not at all. Uh, not at all. I, 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 I mean, it, but it, it's been bet into people for so long. Generations are growing up with the way these fuckers fed all this, this race thing into the, into each other. 
just because you're one color, you have to you have to dislike the other color. That's fucking bullshit. If you're a nice person, you're a nice fucking person. End of story. You know, you're Irish, but I still like you. you know? There you go, Michael. <laughs> yeah, to prepare for the example there. <laughs> And I mean, look, look the, the companies are doing this. The universities are going through these sensitivity training insanities. And again, this box that we all have in our house, you watch enough of it, it'll tell you who you should hate, who you should love, and who you should talk to, and who you should associate with. Yeah, I mean, the, the, younger, the younger people today know more about what's on TikTok or what's on, the, what's on uh, some of these fucking shows Social media. Than about what's actually going on in the fucking country, and that's partly what's wrong. Yep. Well, one of the reasons my daughter and her husband moved in with us uh, is so that Susan can homeschool our five-year-old granddaughter. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've met uh, Delane. What yeah. do you think of him? Um, her, what do you think her. of him? Her husband, her husband's a nice guy, like your daughter. Uh, I mean, and and the little girl, she is sweetheart. Uh, and you know, he did over two thousand funerals at Arlington. Wow, it's yeah, yeah, he was famous, yeah. And you know, he had uh, a problem, so he goes to his company commander and says, "Hey, you know, I need some help." And uh, he didn't get it. He didn't get it. He went AWOL, came back, apologized, and his fuck his fucking son of a bitch a- asshole company commander said, "You're done. You're out of here." Trail him out, discharged him. Yeah. Well, that ain't right. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, you were always meant to leave if you if you if you ask for help. I mean, you get it. You know what I mean. What it? Well, I mean, what it do? Yeah, yeah, he was. You know, he was after career, and if, gosh, if some of his men were crazy, oh, jeez, oh, damn. You know, yeah. two thousand. Don't think that affects somebody. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine it. Company That's commander. A, how, but how is that right? right? You know what I mean? Uh, Jesus, uh, I mean, anybody asks us for help, you do your damnedest. And we may want to cut this part out. I don't know that I want folks to understand that. Yeah, we just have to keep walking on it, Michael. Get these, get the. I, I might start manufacturing some common sense in those garage here. Start selling the bike book. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it, you know, this. This thing in our in uh, Afghanistan. I mean, I'm not sleeping again. I mean, I really... No, I, I mean, it, 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 it's but it's something very similar that you that you've seen that you've lived through. You know, you know what I mean, Michael. And, and should I, you know, how, am I going to let that happen to these kids? Yeah, I, uh, this is it. I, 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 that's what I'm saying. You have a guy, the commander in chief of the army, and he is—I uh, mean, he's as dumb as a fucking rock. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. I mean, if you're going to be commander in chief, you got to be a military person uh, of some description. You have to be. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's disgusting. And uh, you know, he's too busy uh, at a funeral to. Uh, uh, he's, well, he's other things to do according to his watch. He's other, he's other, he's other places to be. I mean, yeah. what a that, tragic. That, that was just absolutely disgraceful. Completely and totally disgraceful. I mean, it really was. I, I mean, you have the former president at a similar funeral with a salute on the, the coffin goes in the ground. I mean, the difference is night and day. Yep. Uh, uh, it, it, it's it, it really fucking annoying. It, it's annoying who, who's running this country into the fucking ground today. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I I'm wondering if this isn't all just a play. And you know, we've we're in a new region in the sky with Earth and Sun and all that. You guys remember Bizarro World from the old um, Superman comic books? No, I think we're in Bizarro World. Well, Michael, we are. We are. I mean, we. I mean, we really are. How do you? I mean, how do you go to a full-blown economy? Everybody walking. I mean, shit all over the place, oil and shit everywhere, to fucking zero. I mean, to gas going through the roof, to the groceries going through the roof. I, I mean, people streaming into this country like a bleeding waterfall. I, I mean, how do you go from, from one to the other so quickly? If, if, I, I mean, it's just incompetency at its fucking finest. And it's not even that. They're up to something. I mean, they're trying fucking something out on the population. They really are. Yep. And now they're fucking with the military so they, you know, they don't get along. Yeah, I mean, it's to keep everybody at, at each other's throats. That's, I mean, that's the essence of the Democratic Party. They have nothing fucking else. They have fucking zero else. I, I, I mean, it, it's absolutely incredible. And what did Lyndon Baines Johnson say when uh, they they got the uh, um, welfare stuff in? I, I believe he, that'll keep them down. I, I, I mean, they have him on mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, they, they've always been a welfare, uh, a welfare government. I mean, keep the population down. Keep them, keep them needy. Uh, I, I mean, and as soon as we want that, nothing. We we just say, off it up. We're the ones. We're the ones keeping you alive. Yep. Well, government as as your god. I mean, that's what they want. Yes, but it's it, it's just for them. They're power hungry fuckers. Well, that's, that's that's what that's what it boils down to is just power. Yeah. that's all they want. They don't care about anybody's well being. I mean, uh, to truth be told, they don't give a shit about the climate either. No, I mean, they, are you fucking kidding me? That's the biggest fucking joke out there. They they just they just want power and more of it, and they'll get it any way they can. If you look at all these uh, all these clowns, every one of their houses is surrounded by a fucking wall and armed guys with stuff that I can't go purchase if yeah. I wanted to. I mean, absolutely, but yet they won't build a fucking wall along the sort of border. None of it makes yeah. any sense at all. Uh, it, it, it is it is really fucked up. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I uh, keep going back to my buddies in, in Vietnam. And That's how I'm quite right, In my second duty station, uh, I had some injuries from my first duty station, and I, I went in and get, got surgery. And I came back and had light duty. And um, I got to, to work in the guard shack for a while. And I did have an M, uh, an M um, 79, so I, I could shoot uh, uh, RPGs and stuff like that if I needed to. Um, but I got to know a guy who was in charge of us. He was an American division guy. He was quiet and just, you know, hey, Roman, you need anything? Can I help you with something? You go out and test fire a weapon or something. And he was just a just a hell of a nice guy. His name was Hank. He was a sheep farmer from Montana. And uh, his, his cubicle was right across from me. And he got his order sending him home. And I was helping him pack. And one of the things that uh, I pulled out from his footlocker was a letter from uh, uh, from his company commander in the uh, Marical division he had been in. And he got a thank you letter for throwing a grenade uh, at some infiltrators. The, the grenade landed six feet from him and he received some shrapnel wounds. He got a thank you letter. From, from the guy that got shrapnel? His, yes, his commander. Yeah. And he he was taken out of the field because his his wounds wouldn't allow him to stay in the field. And he spent his last uh, four or five months in Cameron Bay, uh, head of the guards. He never mentioned one thing about it until I found that letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Roman, you weren't supposed to say that. You know, shit. You're not going to say that to anybody. That's the kind of men that I serve with. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I, I mean, they're not whining and bitching about every single fucking thing. I mean, they're men and women, grown uh, fucking adults. They're, uh, I mean, that names don't fucking hurt. Names don't cause them to fucking keel over and die. Uh, uh, right. I, I mean, it's just so fucking different. It really is. You know, and he had a position. He had a he, he had to be in charge, so he just didn't let anybody know about his wounds because then they might consider him handicapped in some freaking fashion. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, lay down. That's about six feet, and then throw a grenade to where that stuff was and watch it go off. What's going to happen, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna. I mean, that's what they were, and it was his job to protect his men. Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. But it's a different. It's it's a different breed today. It really is. Yeah. I feel so sorry for these Afghanistan guys. We put a sign up at the Legion. Uh, over in Alpharetta, and it says, uh, "Hey, Afghan soldiers, uh, come on in. Us Vietnam veterans uh, understand. We'll buy you your first beer." Absolutely, yeah. You know, somebody, it, it, somebody, I mean, it is. 
it, it's a camaraderie thing, and you guys know exactly what what are going through. Yep. Yeah. Now, uh, I mean, all you guys, I mean, all you guys and girls, uh, I mean, your service is absolutely at one hundred percent appreciated. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's a huge sacrifice. Some people their lives, their limbs. I mean, you can't say enough about you guys and girls. Thank you. You, you know, though. No, thank you. <laughs> you get us, get us in a room, uh, and there's no heater. No. No. Now, I I go to the Legion, and I was I was playing. <laughs> Just playing um, cribbage with, with some, some guy. So, you know, I, I might be you guys, oh, I'm uh, Korean Al. Oh, nice. Anyway. You're all over the place there, Michael. <laughs> Say again? I can barely hear you. Is this any better? Is this any better? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, anyway, uh, Al says, uh, yeah, I'm Creole now. And I said, uh, you're the guy. And he said, don't say a fucking thing. He says, that was me then. This is me now. Talk to me about me now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They don't, I said, okay, uh, I mean, there, there's... We'll, get, we'll get you a cup of coffee, Gimp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there's, fun, no, there's no big headiness about about it. It was a job. Uh, I mean, they had to be done. And you know what, Willie? You take a poll. Ninety-nine percent of us are going to say we'd do it again in a heartbeat. Absolutely, without a doubt. I mean, it was for the purpose. You know what I mean? But, yep. but you ask the credit growing up today. Uh, I mean, they've no idea. So they're trying to ban history in, in schools now. I mean, that's just—it's insane. Yep. Hey, I gotta, you know, you know, I gotta thank you, uh, first place, thank you trophy. Oh, you did. Get trophy for? Oh, I because I was one of the ball players on the team. What'd you win? Won this one, this thank you trophy. What'd you win it for? I was part of the team. What team? <laughs> yeah, team. Yeah, the idea that they just hand out trophies nowadays for no no real reason at all is, uh, is, is sad. Yes, yeah, participation trophies. It's fucking crazy. I mean, how is that going to stand to you in pharma when you start growing up? I mean, there's a job going and there's three people going for it. You are going to get the job. I mean, one job... Uh, that's uh, I mean it really is it, it, they're turning into a, 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 a fucking nanny country and not only this country there's a whole shitload of mouths in the same boat well from hearing what you and your brother talk about Willie it sounds like they they're well on the way to doing this in Ireland as well oh they're motoring along they're, uh, they're flying along uh, cold uh, oh yeah they're not hanging around uh, it's just it, it's insanity I don't know. You, you, you just wonder what to make. Well, let's uh, after the course of the fucking ice in the Antarctic melts, then uh, 
Then we'd have to do something else. Yeah. Uh, guess we'll all have to learn how to swim real good. Oh, uh, no, fuck that. The water would be freezing. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, I'm, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the sack. Uh, absolute pleasure talking to you guys. Carol, Michael, Michael, too, absolutely great insight into some of this into some of the stuff that uh, you went through over there. And, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely, Mike. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you, Michael, for your uh, service. I mean, you and the girls, it's it really is a heartfelt thank you. Uh, I appreciate that very much, gentlemen. So, uh, thank you. Go ahead, Michael. No, that's that's it. No, I, I, I just don't want to say. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys, whatever you do, remember to uh, feck off now. <laughs> absolutely.